0: Hey, it's Kieran here. Thanks so much for jumping on, click on this video, listening to the podcast, however you're watching or listening. Thanks for being here. Hey, before we watch the message and jump into it, I want to just give you a reminder that we're in the middle of this brand new series called This Is My Testimony. You know, testimonies, your testimony is such a powerful thing. Revelations 12, 10 and 11, you know it. It says that the accuser is silenced by the blood of the lamb, that's Jesus' work on the cross, and the word of our testimony, a double-edged sword that silences the enemy, the work of Jesus and our testimony about Jesus. And so what we wanted to do is for these couple of weeks is to do a video only series highlighting and showcasing some of the amazing stories and testimonies of what God has done in and through uh, people and so what you're about to watch is one of those episodes and you know I'm believing it's gonna bless you it's gonna speak to you and that is it's powerful um, as you watch it I believe God's gonna highlight someone to you that needs to watch this episode maybe something in it um, relates to that person why don't you share it with them link it copy it send it in a DM or something like that and say you need to watch this testimony because it is powerful Thanks so much for being here, I'm excited. It's gonna be a great time as we jump into the series. This is my testimony.
1: God in the beginning, through all, uh, through Him all things were made. Without Him, nothing was made that has been made. In Him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness. I grew up in church, well I was six years old when, maybe five or six years old when my mum and dad, no, when my mum started going to church. Um, we had just moved to another town. Um, it was only just recently that I found, it, like realised that we were like, um, running away, so to speak. So, we were living in a woman's refuge home for a little while. I had no idea. I was just a kid who thought it was all fun and games. Um, I had two other sisters at the time, I was the oldest, um, I was four going on five when, when that happened, um, I had no idea why we were running, all I know is that living, living with my family there was a lot of emotional and physical abuse and that just seemed normal. My mum started going to church when we were, when I was five years old. Um, and I don't know, that, that seems normal to me too. Like, um, we would do what normal kids would do, run up and down the hallways. It felt like home. like. It felt like we had always been there. Um, we would run up and down the hallways. There wasn't very many kids, as I can remember, or if there were children, we weren't friends with them. So, um, yeah, we go to children's church, and um, my mum was involved in like Bible studies and cell groups, and she would help out with the church second hand shop and folding clothes and stuff. So we would be, uh, as kids, we would be like involved in some some church activity like three or four times a week. But at the same time, we lived, a, would say a double life. And it was normal, like, it wasn't all like we we would go to church, and then there was all this stuff happening in the background, like drugs and arguing and fighting. And um, me as a me as a child, I was backwards and forwards too. I actually got saved here in Australia. I was. Um, twenty three, I think. Um, I I came to Australia twelve years ago, maybe twelve years ago, two thousand and eight, and um, I, don't know, I was just living my life as normally as I thought I would, like drinking smoking, having children. I know that was all normal to me. <laughs> um, but yeah, we came, me and my partner came here to change the way that we were living because I know that if we had stayed there we would have been way deeper, way deeper than we thought we would have been because uh, we would have been like, I don't know, maybe in and out of prison. Um, in gangs That's just what all my All my relatives and stuff are doing now so um, and that stuff pulls you in. I mean when you're when you're um, Surrounded by that sort of stuff it pulls you in and I, I think everything that was good in our lives had left and come here so I followed But uh, during those years, I was pregnant with my youngest son, Narco and just something shifted in me and, like, I started to get curious again. I've been brought up in church, so I know God, you know. I knew God, so as... As you do, you you know, you think you know it all, but something in me started to get curious. In 2011, I was um, lying in bed one day. It was the 14th of January, 14th of February, which is Valentine's Day, if you didn't know. Um, I was lying in my bed and I was asleep and it just went, my dream just went dark and it was empty and I was floating in this space of nothing and there was nothing around me, it was all black Um, and I could hear this like echoing voice and I knew it was me, I knew it was me but the words weren't coming out of my mouth but I was saying, save me, save me. I was like, in the stream and my physical body and my physical brain was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? But um, I could hear I could hear myself saying, save me, save me. And I knew it wasn't my mouth talking, because as far as I was concerned, I didn't need saving. But my heart, it was my heart that told me that I was, needed to be saved. And I woke up from that dream on the 14th of February. And that day, my heart sank it felt like I had lost something and I woke up that day and I was like I need to be saved I need to go back to church my mum rang me and said hey Mo I found this church she said she had been feeling like a resonance of this church but i couldn't find it she said and she was driving up and down the street that she she um lived on at the at the time and um she couldn't find this church and she stopped at baronia high school and she said she could feel the resonance of god's spirit i think she saw the church on the hill and she went in and she was like this was what i was looking for and then she, she rang me and she said, I found this church. I think it's your church. And she came and picked me up one Sunday and we went to the church. I felt this like something, this piece of something. I started to attend this church and God was speaking. God was giving dreams, profound dreams. Um, and I was still trying to figure out what was going on. Um, but I got baptised at that church. Um, and I've been there ever since. I've been here ever since. But coming here and Watching these young kids on fire, doing things for God, being called by God—it gives hope to me. Being a part of something like that and being able to be one of those people who help to shape those young people and to be able to share experiences and um, teach them what it should look like to truly worship God or what it should look like to pray for people and